Welcome back to The Raquel Show. Hi, everyone. We are back for episode seven. I'm so excited. I've been so consistent with this. I've been doing this for seven weeks now. So round of applause for me for being consistent. (laughs) So this week, honestly, I'm exhausted. I've just been trying to like decompress to do a lot of self-care things and just like relax. Last weekend, I partied a little too hard, went out with some friends, and, you know, it was definitely worth it, but I'm just like, oh my god, I can't, like, do this all the time, and what I realized, I really like going out during the week versus the weekend, because when I was younger, like, in my early 20s, I used to go out during the week, like, specifically Tuesdays or Thursdays. And just make sure I get, like, back home by at least, like, 2 or 3 a.m. And I would have enough, like, hours for sleep at work. And I prefer that because then the weekends, I can just relax. And, like, I don't have to, like, do anything. I, like, have to go to work the next day. So I really feel like going out during the week is just, like, more beneficial for me. And I think you just enjoy it more because it's just, like, okay, I have work tomorrow. Let me just, like, make sure I have the time in my life and have, like, enough, like, hours of sleep. So Saturday, I went out with one of my friends who is a hairstylist, and we went to one of his clients' events at the public hotel, and this hotel is beautiful. It's located in Soho, and it was designed by Ian Traeger, and if you're not familiar with Ian Traeger, he was the co-owner and designer of the Studio 54 Club. And the Studio 54 Club was, like, this magical paradise with, like, amazing music and DJs and beautiful people, celebrities. Everyone was on drugs. Everyone was all about, like, free love in the late 70s. So it was a really cool place to be back in the day. I feel like if I was alive during that time period, I would definitely be parting it up at Studio 54. Just look amazing and magical. Like, Diana Ross was there, like, all the time. Like, who would, like, you know, just to be able to be around a legend like that, so beautiful, so talented, and she would perform some nights, too. Like, that's amazing. So this hotel is really beautiful. So it was really cool because his client was having a Studio 54-themed birthday party as well. So her and her friends, they all had, like, all these, like, really glitter dresses and 70s hair the jewelry the makeup um her hair was styled like a Farrah Fawcett look she looked fabulous like it was a really beautiful beautiful party and that's one of the things I love about New York like all the random like parties you can you could find in the city or just like random like fun people you like run into just like being out and just like walking around New York And after that party, we ended up just, like, kind of meeting some more friends at this bar. And what's really great about my friend is one of his clients is a marijuana farmer. So he always has just, like, amazing selection of weed on him at, like, all times. And so, like, throughout the entire night, he was just, like, rolling up joints, like, every, like, 30 minutes, I feel like. Like, I feel like we went through at least, like five or six joints like it was like insane I feel like we like we smoked a lot on Saturday to be honest so it was really nice and just like being able to just walk around the city and just like feel the magic of like New York I feel like 
New York is one of those places where like no matter like where you're at in the city you can you're never bored like there's always something fun to do around the corner that's like one of the things I love most about living in New York I'm never bored at all this week one of my friends was telling me about her online dating saga and she told me she's on a few of the apps I know a lot of people do apps for dating personally like I think they could work sometimes but I feel like just meeting someone like in person is just like way better versus online but I mean we're in 2021 I get it like a lot of people do online dating so my friend she's on hinge she's on tinder she's on bumble and she's like showing me like a couple of guys she's like it's really hard to find like certain guys that she wants to like talk to or she's even remotely interested in just based off their profile on this dating app and I'm looking at a lot of these guys profiles and bios oh my fucking god a lot of them are like terrible like terrible these men take the worst photos of themselves like it's like a creepy like picture of them standing in front of the mirror with like their phone in the front of the mirror taking a mirror pic like that looks fucking weird like why don't you have like a real picture of yourself or it'll be like them and like five other of five other of their friends like five guys and it's like so which one are you like it's just like all of these pictures are like they have like terrible outfits on or the lighting is very poor and it's like what do men I'm really trying to understand, like, it's, they need, like, a makeover on these apps. And even their bios are, like, horrendous. Like, a lot of men are, like, I've seen from my friend was showing me are, like, super negative. They're, like, hi, Kyle, 32, employed in finance. I'm looking for a serious relationship. I'm not here for any games or any BS. Hit me up if you're interested. Like, that's how you're selling yourself romantically, on a dating site like this is not a business you guys it's literally love it's not a business so it's really funny how people like like this other one I read she sent me max six one tall Aries likes to work out get around me and I'll help you build the body of your dreams what like I'm trying to like understand the thought process of some of these men and their dating bios like what makes you think writing something like you're not here for games or BS is like going to get me excited or like even remotely like aroused or like, oh, my God, I can't wait to fuck you. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so turned on by your bio and your pictures. Like, please like get it together. Like, I feel like, you know, I've talked before about women need to stop catfishing and posing as like, you know, a different version of themselves that doesn't even exist because they're using like tons of social media filters like on Instagram or Snapchat but men y'all need a serious revamp on your pages like actually like wear something nice look clean look decent have good lighting in your picture have a decent bio of like who you are like what are you about and don't be like you don't need to be on the defensive of like what you don't want. You should be talking about what you are looking for and like what your hope, like what your hopes are and like what your expectations are for like what you want out of this. But you shouldn't be leading with what you don't want or things you're turned off by because it's literally just like the unit the law of attraction. Like whatever like you put out there will come back to you. So if you're putting out like negative things, that's gonna come back to you tenfold. 
I was invited to CrossFit this week, and my friend that asked me, I don't even know why they asked me, because me and CrossFit is a definite no. Like, look at me. Like, I like CrossFit is the most ridiculous workout to me, because they act like they're, like, I don't know. They're, like, working out, like, to get ready for war and, like, do, like, acro, like, batic stuff. I'm just, like, I don't need to be balancing my body on top of, like, a dumbbell or something stupid like that. Like, I just feel like CrossFit is for losers because, like, why are you, like, doing that? I just feel like CrossFit is for, like, people who, like, are doing it for attention because there's no way. Like, why do you need to be, like, that athletic? Like, we're not going to war. Like, you're not an Olympian. I don't understand those type of workouts and like I don't want to feel like I'm dying at the end of every workout that's just not for me and there's like a list of things I have that people are definitely doing for things people do for attention like I feel like liking coffee ice cream is definitely on that list because who likes coffee ice cream like unless you're like an old Caribbean man why are you eating coffee ice cream Another one on my list of things people do for attention is have super long engagements and like have or where you wait for like three years for them to actually have the wedding. Oh, my God. I remember I read Chelsea Handler and like one of her books. She was talking about how, you know, everyone who gets married seems to think that they are the first person in the entire universe to do it. And like the year leading up to the event revolves entirely around them and I completely agree with her because you pay for like so much for like the bridal party like you pay for you know the showers the bachelorette weekends you have to buy a bridesmaid's dress and like you have to like buy some ticket to like she was saying you have to buy some ticket to like a godforsaken town and I was like I completely agree with her and then sometimes the nerve like the brides have like the nerve to be like a bridezilla and it's, like, some cheap fucking wedding. Like, girl, like, you have no, like, you have no room to be bossing anyone around. Like, I I think I'm definitely going to be a bridezilla. I, I know I am because I'm very, like, anal about certain details. But, you know, I'm just going to, like, let me talk shit now about bridezillas right now because it's really funny because they're so ridiculous when they get married. And she was just saying, she's like, you know, like, and then, like, you know, what do we get out of it? Like, a dry piece of, like, chicken and, like, a roll in the hay with, like, your hillbilly cousin. And I was like... Chelsea like she was saying everything I thought about people who have like the most ridiculous weddings we have to wait like three years to do it like stop doing it for attention like just get married like in the court or just like have a destination wedding and like leave us alone like if you're not gonna have a really like nice beautiful wedding just like go away like do something cute leave us alone like don't get us all involved in like your cheap bullshit wedding please like save us (laughs) It's time for my weekly marijuana review. So this week I bought um, this new strain. It's called 24 Karat Gold. And it is a hybrid. It's both indica and sativa. And this one, it like describes it as like having really fruity pineapple and lime um, notes um, with a hint of like earth in this like indica leaning hybrid. It provides an uplifting cerebral sore that is energetic, relaxed, giggly, chatty, and creative with a mind-body soothing relaxation and a mild sedation. And it's supposedly good for like treating stress and depression and fatigue, insomnia, PMS. And 
honestly, this might be one of my new favorites for sure. Like, I really, really like this strain. It's almost kind of, like, addictive. Like, I just, like, I really love it to have it maybe, like, once or twice a day. It's a really great strain. Like, and it has a very, like, pretty scent. Like, it smells, like, very pretty, very sweet. Um, And it's, like, a very different, like, hit. Um, I think it's really good for, like, you know, first thing in the morning, um, or just like relaxing or just like being like in nature somewhere. I think it's really good high for that. All right, that wraps up this week of episode seven. Thank you guys so much for joining. Please like, share, subscribe, and I will see you guys back next week. Love you.